Blog Talk Radio. What's up, y'all? It's Gap to Guru of Gumbo. Back at it once again. This is the Gumbo Talk Show, Thursday nights at 8. Six and a half years and running. I can't wait till next June when we get on our seventh year. It's going to really go to a new level. Tonight's topic, a black woman. Listen, if you're new to the show or you haven't listened to the show before, This show is a podcast on the Blog Talk radio station, Blog Talk USA brand, and Facebook, and usually on Instagram. The show, although it's called Gumbo Talk, it's not necessarily about food, but the whole essence of food. The food that we talk about is food for the soul, an amalgamation of you and I in the pot together, served over rice for people to be able to eat and enjoy. And this spiritual food is going to bless you. Um, Before we get started, I would be remiss if, one, I didn't tell you I'm on some of Northwest Louisiana's finest blackberry moonshine, one. Number two, don't judge me. Um, Number three, Um, The last point, unfortunately, a young black man was killed just 100 feet that way about an hour ago. I went to get something to eat. I'm normally sitting on my porch, y'all. I'm normally sitting on my porch. I'm normally packing. And uh, thank God I got friends that I talk to because I tell them stuff that's on my mind. I said, something is about to pop off over here. Anyway, God bless. I was gone to Waffle House because Waffle House is back open. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, And I mean that in every word. I'm not being facetious. Um, And while I was gone, the little cats that like to hustle and slang dope behind me either had a shootout, somebody tried to rob them, or whatever the case is, there was a shooting and I just saw a dead body behind my house where my family and I reside, laying on the ground. Bless the soul. Condolences to the family. Right now, if I were to take this camera, there are police. Three over here, two over here, and I don't know how many back over here and in the area of where the shooting took place. I mean, if you're in this area, Sunshine, hey, Sunshine, hey, Short Frame. Sunshine, you probably heard it. I know Short Frame and them heard it at their place. Listen, if you heard those gunshots tonight in South Longview, that was the sound of a young black male being murdered. I, I'm, a, I'm a, different, a different animal. I'm not sad. I'm not glad. I'm not mad. But I hope that whoever did that, gets found, and whoever is responsible gets held accountable. 
for their actions. And that's all I'm going to say about that. If you kill a black man, whether you're the police, whether you're the Klan, whether you're another black man, you deserve justice. We only make up 13% of the population in this country. We are already at a disadvantage. And then they try to put us in jail like it ain't no business, um, even when we don't do something. And so anyway, the point I'm trying to get at is this is a little different. This was hitting a little different tonight, but it's not going to dissuade us from the topic at hand that I'm going to spend the next 40 minutes chatting with you about, and that is a black woman. Now, unfortunately, there is a black mama. That's a young man laying on the ground still right now. He is laying on the ground. He has a mama, and there was about 12 young black girls all along the street in front of my house just a few minutes ago, maybe an hour ago, that came up trying to see what was going on because they heard about somebody that they think they know got shot, and there's about seven of them parked over here across the street right now um, worried about a friend or a loved one that's dead. All black women. Black women have a tough, y'all, because a black woman loves a black man. Y'all can say whatever you want to say. Um, it was a black man that brought that black woman um, through her mother into this world. So even if she's not with a black man, like you're probably thinking sexually, but she has a white man or Asian man or a Mexican man, I'm not talking about that. Her daddy is black. Um, black women traditionally love black men. And the target that black men have had on their back for so long puts black women at a disadvantage because when the black man is hurt or killed, she mourns hard because she knows what the loss of a black man is. Even when they go to prison, they have to hold him down. A black woman has to deal with children with or without a man in the home, in a real way, especially in the society that we live in, in order to ensure that she's training up her children. Because hopefully the black man is out working, right? And so she has a lot of time with her children, their children. She knows the dangers of the world, not only for the man in her life, that is either her lover or her father or her brother, she has maybe a black male child or even a black female child that she has to rear at home. And the love, anybody got a grandma? It's a song called Grandma's Hand. Grandma's Hand. Mm. Grandma's hands I can't remember who sung it But y'all know it's an old school song um, Yeah it's crazy CT You know we done seen it You know um, It's crazy Grandma's hands is nothing like it Right Nothing like, nothing like mama's hands um, When I think about love I can't help but think about my mom Right My mom is the first woman that loved me and my mom still loves me. 
And uh, I think about all of the women that helped groom me uh, and the level of love they had, not to negate my father, not to negate my uncles, not to negate my aunties or any of them. They're all black women too. But listen, y'all, it's a different kind of love that a, a black man gets when he has a black woman in his life. I don't know if black women know the power they have. You know, you hear this thing about black girl magic. They don't understand. they just talking. When you hear people say that, I bet you they don't even know what that really means. I bet you. You'd ask them, they'd give you a whole hem-haw answer around why it is. But let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something, and you listen here real good. Black women, right? Um, sweet, kind, understanding. Uh, you can keep going. Hey, Claudette. Claudette, I already started. That's my neighbor, y'all. She the one who told me about it while I was at Waffle House. Said you didn't come home. But um, a black woman hits different. I can't, I'm not even going to explain it because it's not that it's magical, but it's more of a mystical thing. Um, I don't think there's anything more powerful on the planet than a black man, right? But a black man with a black woman. In one of these situations, there's nothing more powerful than that union. Because it's a union that gets attacked because the black woman is an easy target because of all those things I just told you. Could you imagine being a black woman 400 years ago, 300 years ago, 500 years ago in this country? Um, that had to endure her lover's murder or torture at the hands of another man, and then that other man that did that comes into your bedroom and does it, has his way with you, and then when that man has children with his wife, they, he doesn't claim the children that he made with you, but you having had children, and then that wife of his having children, they use your breast milk to, to nurture their children. You guys don't understand what I'm talking about when I talk about a mystical creature. There's nobody else on the planet who could do that and be able to actually do that and actually have love for that child like a black woman. Now, that's just, I can go deeper than that. If you want to talk about the queens of Africa, Benin, where my bloodline lineage and my heritage as far as my DNA comes from, Benin, Nigeria, Cameroon. Benin is a country in a territory that had women, if you will, queens as leaders. They were some of the most fierce and strong leaders of tribes these women, in Benin. They were able to garner all kinds of deals with other 
leaders of tribes in Africa. You can look this up. I'm just giving y'all a snippet, right, where they started some of the most strongest and longest-lasting commerce when it comes to business. Some of the roots of what we see now in business come from the women leadership out of Africa thousands of years A black woman. Kamala Harris, Michelle Obama, Condoleezza Rice. Them some tough sisters there, Jack. We talking about 2020. Tough sisters, Jack. Name one other woman. I know y'all going to try to bring up somebody from the 60s, but don't do it. Name one other woman that held it down with her husband as the leader of the free world for two terms and did it with elegance, grace, and beauty and and never lost her composure. When people attacked her man, when people attacked her children, people attacked her and did it with that kind of grace and elegance. Yeah, you're you trying to think of something. Don't think of nothing. We're talking about black women. Don't think of nothing. Don't think of a thing else. You understand me? We ain't playing no games here. Now, you're going to probably be thinking, well, if you say black woman, you said enough. Nope, that's not enough. Enough is when you see, let me get a hit of this right here because I got to get in my feelings. My, my. That don't taste you like blackberries. A black woman. Hold on, let me, let me, let me hit this again before I go here. Blackberry molasses. One of the things that'll never change. Woo. I'm on, I want, I'm on step to take another hit. Listen, black women, if you've never made love to a black woman, you haven't made love yet. You just plan. The blacker, the berry, the sweeter, the juice. Do I need to take another hit? And I'm not talking about Claudette. Where you at, CT? CT, do I need to take another hit of this blackberry uh, moonshine I got? That's my ace boom coon from way back when. Uh, he probably already lit. That joker stay drinking. Um, there is no other... Lover, comparatively speaking, when it comes to love making, better than a black woman. I know y'all saying, "Oh, white women do everything, though." That's why our brothers go. No, these brothers go after the white women because that's what they choose to do. That is something that they made a choice to do, and everybody can make a choice. I made my choice that I. 
I don't even get turned on by any other ethnicity of women. I know you're saying, oh, man, there's some stacked up hogs is a term for fat ass having white girls. Uh, there's somebody going to say Latinos, and you're going to bring J-Lo into the picture. And you're going to bring Coco, Ice T's wife, into the picture. They can't compare. I'm trying to tell you now, they can't compare. There's no better love making than with a black woman. Go ahead and find out if one will let you. And you'll, you'll come back and you'll say, oh, Brother Guru, you was right about it. Damn, Doc. I made a mistake. I made a mistake in not knowing better than when I grew up in an all-white area and dated a white girl or two um, in thinking that, you know, everything is the same. You know, people will say that, you know, when you in the dark, everything is the same. It's not. The smell of the type of hair grease that a black woman uses, the smell of cocoa butter, um, the, 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 the everything, everything is beautiful. That nothing compares to the essence of a black woman. And and let me tell you something. This is why everybody knows this, including you, whoever you are, whatever ethnicity you are. Remember when Serena Williams was at her peak and she was wearing all these uniforms and they had a problem with them? But they didn't have no problem with Sharapova and all these other ones, Billie Jean King, and all them wearing these short skirts and stuff, they didn't have no problem with them wearing the same thing. But because body on a black woman, if she wears a thong underneath her uh, yoga pants, those yoga pants, for some kind of reason, are different than when a white girl wears yoga pants. Now, I know this is all a construct of racism, but what it really is is a construct of how powerful God made and created the black woman's body to be so beautiful that the rest of the world feels hypersexual, man and woman, about her body. They automatically see her body, and if they see any skin or tightness, they feel like they're under pressure, nervous about about seeing what they're seeing is is too much. Don't be ashamed, my sisters. I'm looking. Yeah, I'm married. But when I see a beautiful creature, I'm looking. I ain't touching, and I ain't being disrespectful. I stay in my lane. Tell you something. You'd have to be blind. Hell, blind people can see it. Shit. Ray Charles used to grab them by their wrist, right? And he could tell by their wrist 
how fine they were. And he was right every time. That's something right there, Doc. I'd love to have that all I say about the physique and the essence. But listen here. It's deeper than that. You know how when it's morning time, and I know some of y'all remember when folks used to cook at home. Everybody wants to go out to eat or pick something up or go to the donut shop. But I remember a time when um, I'd be sleeping and I'd awaken to the smell of bacon. There's nothing like awaken to the smell of bacon cooking. You know that smell of bacon. I know, Duke, you don't do pork. A lot of y'all don't do pork. I used to not do pork, but I'm not doing it. But ain't nothing like the smell of bacon. If you think of bacon, and for those of you who like the smell of a fresh brewed pot of coffee, or the smell of lilac in a summer breeze downwind with honeysickle, those are some of the most powerful aromas you can find. The essence, the aroma from a black woman is I can tell, even if my eyes were closed, who walked past me. Have you ever been so busy and then somebody walked past you and you could get the smell of them now, I know some black women will say that about black men. I try to smell my goodest, my damnedest when I leave this house. I, I I smell good right now, and I ain't took a bath all day. I'm going to go get me one, though, but I still am holding on. You hear me? I know what it means to be fresh and clean, right? But I have been in my work heavy duty, and a black woman, she may not have even been a good looking as far as my standards of what I think is, but just the mere attraction of how she smelled walking by, I had to give her a look. Now, that's enough of the physique and the aura and the aroma. What about the mind? You know, you have to deal with all those things that we started off talking about, but then you have to think about her mind and understanding her sexuality and how people perceive her and how she has to protect her pearls from the enemy. Um, that has to require a strong mind, a mind that is like the mind of Minolta. Could you picture the mind of a black woman, balancing the, the love and the legacy she brings forth from her man and the rearing from her mother and her father and how she translates that into that which she does with her children and grandchildren. And then in this day and age, more so than ever, 
She's now a figure of leadership in her community, her church, or her worship center, her worship center and her profession, right? Where it used to not be many women leaders, and now we're seeing more and more black women in leadership and starting their own businesses and prospering and doing really well at what they want to do to make the kind of money that they want to make. To the tune we see black female doctors, we see black female lawyers and judges, attorneys, um, you name it, therapists, managers, supervisors, directors. Maddie Thompson is no longer with us in the flesh. But she made me rethink everything I was taught in the Baptist church about black women in leadership in the body of Christ. She was something else. If you ever got to meet her, you would know exactly what I mean. This woman had so much grace and power. It's Unimaginable I loved her and she loved me And we cut up together I'm sure many other people Had experiences with with Maddie J. Thompson But it's like It was She was a mystical creature I'm sure Her essence, her spirit Is hovering around us Now I I know that there was A woman named Um Fannie Lou Hamer, she's the one who coined that phrase, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Strong, strong sister. Never got a chance to meet her. But this woman, out of sight. Can you imagine the mind on these people? Um, I got to meet Merle Evers, Medgar Evers' spouse, widow. Um, I got to meet Coretta Scott King. I got to meet... Um, several black women in leadership in my lifetime. And their demeanor was was more powerful than when I met Al Sharpton, um, more powerful than when I met James Clyburn. Um, and I've met quite a few of modern-day leaders and some old school leaders. But the women leaders had did something to me. It was like it was a transformative moment because of what they exuded and the way they loved and the way they would teach and talk that made you feel like grandma's hands was reaching out to try to touch you on your head and just bless you. I I know quite a few black women. I got a couple of buddies. C T D and Freddie. Them are my them are my aces, right? But I I have black women friends. And we 
our 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 relationships hit different. I, I think I think I may even be more intimate with my female friends than I am with my male friends, and I could tell them brothers just about everything. But as far as even telling them about everything, if you wanted to go in depth to really get something out of it so that you could see if whether or not you're doing Freddie is older, so yeah, I get it from him and but 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 the female friends that I have, they hit different. They hit different. I'm better because I'm 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 around them. Don't get me wrong, I am sharp and blind. But let me tell you something. There's nothing like a polar opposite platonic relationship with someone of the opposite sex. Nothing like it. It's a fine-tuning of the tip of the spear. I like to think of the the men uh, having a, a man's relationship with a buddy as the sharpening of the blade. You know, you know, on the on the stone, you sharpening the blade. The cutting edge is nice, but that's honed in a way that's well not rounded, but well shaped. And I think that only a relationship with a black woman, for me, and, and a friendship can do that. A black woman has the ability to protect even when the quote-unquote protector, right, the provider protector who we are as men, even when we either fail to do the job or we're incapacitated from doing it. No one can fill in that slot because of the mind of a black woman. Now, that very thing right there gets us in trouble because when the man is doing his thing, some women think that they should also do his thing and they won't play the role. It's nothing but a role. You can call it submission. I'm not calling it that. I'm calling it play your role. You know you can do it. You might be able to do it better than him, but you have to allow him to be a man. You know you have that kind of power as a black woman to give a man the power he needs to feel like a man Yes, us men of men do what we're supposed to do and take care of what we're supposed to take care of, but we couldn't do it without you allowing us to do it. Got to know your role. And I think that there's nobody who does it better in allowing the men in their lives to, to play their role. Now, when you don't allow your son to fall or stumble, that's a problem. You're getting outside of your role. That's why a father figure lets his boy fall and scrape his knee and he has to get back up again because his life is going to be filled with getting back up. I put a post out the other day. I said, I have, I have been knocked down thousands of times but I've gotten back up more times than that 
I wouldn't have known that if my dad didn't allow me to get on my bike without training wheels. I wouldn't have known that if my dad didn't allow me when we were learning, I was learning how to swing a hammer to hit my finger with that hammer a few times. I wouldn't have known that if my dad didn't allow me to go out there with Sean and what was that other bastard's name? used to beat up on me when I was a little kid until I got to the point where I could fight back. Got to make a man out of you. I'm in awe of how black women endure grief. Some people would kill themselves. Not a black woman. Can you imagine not being able to save your son laying on the ground a hundred feet in that direction? And then you have to live the rest of your life knowing someone took your baby. And you can still do it with grace. You said, Shark Frank, you said, please tell mothers to get the boys off their breast milk. You can. I almost, I think I'm coming to grips with why my son at six still runs in the room at night and wants to get over there by his mom. Ain't nothing like a black woman. Now, yeah, you got to be weaned off, but it's my job to keep on him, right? Because she's not going to sever that tie. She doesn't want to see him cry. That's why they do it. They, they attach these boys because of all of that DNA. See, this DNA thing is something else about wanting to protect. Remember I said play the role? If if she played a role, she would let her, the man or that boy, be a boy. And as soon as he comes in there, as soon as he tries to get off that milk, I'm not talking about my son now, but as soon as he comes in there, as soon as he tries to get back on that titty, tell him no. But she can't because she knows that she wants to keep him close as long as she can. Otherwise, she knows it's a possibility he'll be laying on the ground out there. You can't take that away from a woman. But what you can do is place men, allow men into the lives of these children, these men that you know love you and love the children, whether they're, whether they're cousins, uncles, brothers, uh, neighbors, um, pastors. You've got to allow men to come in there and, and help the young men. And some of these jokers is old and still on the titty. Hell, I know, I know two guys. I know two guys that live, um, one of them used to live right here. His mama died. He was damn near 70 years old and still living at home with his mama. And then there's one that's 60 years old right now down the street, still living home with his mama. 
I stayed with my mama about two or three weeks, maybe a month, not too long ago, maybe over a little over a year ago. And um, I was like, man, I can't do this. Hell no. And she was gone like two weeks of that time. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Just my DNA, my makeup. I just could not do it. Wasn't nothing she did. Wasn't nothing nobody else did. But I knew I could not do that. Okay? Now, let's talk about this. When do you, as a black woman, allow the male son to be, I don't know. I'm not even get. I can't get in that, dude, because that's not the essence of what I'm talking about. I'm not. I'm not trying to. I, that's a whole other show. That's a psychological construct that would take more than the seven minutes I got left to go into. We might. I might have to formulate a show for that. But I do want to get into these final. This final point or two. Um, I think I can get it in one. And that is. the reason a black woman was the first woman but she's treated like the last a black woman was and was again the first woman and men were still treated like the last. I'm talking about Eve and Sarah, if you believe the Bible. The fact that the populations of the world, they, they had a recent uh, anthropological study. When I say recent, I mean in the last 50 years, 60 years, where they found that there was this woman they found that, that like, 90% of the world they could link to her. And she had skin on her that was still preserved that was mahogany. You don't have to believe me. You don't have to even entertain this. But when I talk about the realities of the world, when I talk about how we got through here, I mean, even the mere fact that God himself, if you believe the Bible, chose a woman to send his seed through, because he could have easily just used a man and said, you hold the seeds, you pass the seed on to a woman. He just chose to go directly to a woman. There's so many things in that. There's something to that. Um, there's a cultural, a responsive, a resourceful, a powerful, a construct in the fact that a woman is a vessel, okay, 
the vessel which has the power to bring forth life. It's amazing. Amazing. That Anthony Hamilton is a jam, ain't it? Um, the real pressure is on a black woman. When she's on a job, she has to perform at a, at a higher rate, and oftentimes people try to negate her position, her role. When she's at home, she has to water herself down sometimes because She's sometimes too too powerful, and they can't the, the people in the household they can't handle her her full strength, so she has to subdue herself. A black woman has to do so many things and be so many things to so many people in so many facets. It's almost like she's pulled in five or six different directions at all times. I just wish that more black women knew this and said, I got it, and not complain about what's happening, but start to compel what's going to happen. You have the power, my sister. If you have to fake it till you make it, I can take it. But don't you ever forget that you have the power to make things pop off. The power of life, the power of giving. You're the construct that the world needs as a pastor. You can play it good or evil, healthy or unhealthy, bad or good. My sister had that power. So the last thing I want to say is black women, be black women. You ain't got to do nothing with your body that nobody else does with theirs. You're naturally beautiful. And ain't nobody, ain't no real man looking at nothing that ain't got no skin on it, no how. Come back next week, y'all. I don't know what the topic will be, but tonight I want you to think about how powerful you are as a black woman. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.